Section 13 of The Evolution of Modern Medicine. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask, Mount Vernon, Ohio, InterfaceAudio.com. The Evolution of Modern Medicine by Sir William Osler. Section 13 Medieval Medicine, South Italian School. A wide stream is in Italy, where the antique education never stopped, antique reminiscence and tradition never passed away, and the literary matter of the pagan past never faded from the consciousness of the more educated among the laity and clergy. Greek was the language of South Italy, and was spoken in some of its eastern towns until the 13th century. The cathedral and monastic schools served to keep alive the ancient learning. Monte Cassino stands preeminent as a great hive of students, and to the famous Regula of St. Benedict we are indebted for the preservation of many precious manuscripts. The Norman kingdom of South Italy and Sicily was a meeting ground of Saracens, Greeks, and Lombards. Greek, Arabic, and Latin were in constant use among the people of the capital and Sicilian scholars of the 12th century translated directly from the Greek. The famous Almagest of Ptolemy, the most important work of ancient astronomy, was translated from a Greek manuscript as early as 1160 by a medical student of Salerno. About 30 miles southeast of Naples lay Salernum, which for centuries kept alight the lamp of the old learning, and became the center of medical studies in the Middle Ages, well deserving its name of Civitas Hippocratica. The date of foundation is uncertain, but Salernitan physicians are mentioned as early as the middle of the ninth century, and from this date until the rise of the universities, it was not only a great medical school, but a popular resort for the sick and wounded. As the scholar says in Longfellow's Golden Legend, then at every season of the year there are crowds of guests and travellers here, pilgrims and mendicant friars and traders, from the Levant with figs and wine, and bands of wounded and sick crusaders, coming back from Palestine. There were medical and surgical clinics, foundling hospitals, sisters of charity, men and women professors, among the latter the famous Trotula, and apothecaries. Dissections were carried out, chiefly upon animals, and human subjects were occasionally used. In the 11th and 12th centuries the school reached its height, and that remarkable genius, Frederick II, laid down regulations for a preliminary study extending over three years, and a course in medicine for five years, including surgery. Fee tables and strict regulations as to practice were made, and it is specifically stated that the masters were to teach in the schools, theoretically and practically, under the authority of Hippocrates and Galen. The literature from the school had a far-reaching influence. One book on the anatomy of the pig illustrates the popular subject for dissection at the time. The writings, which are numerous, have been collected by Derenzi. The Antidotarium of Nicholas Salernitanus, about 1100, became the popular pharmacopoeia of the Middle Ages, and many modern preparations may be traced to it. The most prominent man of the school is Constantinus Africanus, a native of Carthage, 
who after numerous journeys reached salernum about the middle of the eleventh century he was familiar with the works both of the greeks and of the arabs and it was largely through his translations that the works of Rases and Avicenna became known in the West. One work above all others spread the fame of the school, the Regimen Sanitatis, or Flos Medicinae, as it is sometimes called, a poem on popular medicine. It is dedicated to Robert of Normandy, who had been treated at Salernum, and the lines begin, Anglorm Regiscripsit Scola Tota Salerni, it is a handbook of diet and household medicine, with many shrewd and taking sayings which have passed into popular use, such as joy, temperance, and repose slam the door on the doctor's nose. A full account of the work and the various editions of it is given by Sir Alexander Crook, and the Finlayson Lecture, Glasgow Medical Journal, 1908, by Dr. Norman Moore, gives an account of its introduction into the British Isles. Medieval Medicine, Byzantine Medicine. The second great stream which carried Greek medicine to modern days runs through the Eastern Empire. Between the third century and the fall of Constantinople, there was a continuous series of Byzantine physicians whose inspiration was largely derived from the old Greek sources. The most distinguished of these was Oribatius, a voluminous compiler a native of Pergamon, and so close a follower of his great townsman that he has been called Galen's ape. He left many works, in addition of which was edited by Busemaker and Derenberg. Many facts relating to the older writers are recorded in his writings. He was a contemporary, friend as well as the physician of the Emperor Julian, for whom he prepared an encyclopedia of the medical sciences. Other important Byzantine writers were Aetius and Alexander of Tralles, both of whom were strongly under the influence of Galen and Hippocrates. Their Materia Medica was based largely upon Dioscorides. From Byzantium we have the earliest known complete medical manuscript dating from the 5th century, a work of Dioscorides, one of the most beautiful in existence. It was prepared for Anicia Juliana, daughter of the Emperor of the East, and is now one of the great treasures of the Imperial Library at Vienna. From those early centuries till the fall of Constantinople, there is very little of interest medically. A few names stand out prominently, but it is mainly a blank period in our records. Perhaps one man may be mentioned, as he had a great influence on later ages, Actuarius, who lived about 1300, and whose book on the urine laid the foundation of much of the popular uroscopy and water-casting that had such a vogue in the 16th and 17th centuries. His work on the subject passed through a dozen Latin editions, but is best studied in Idler's Physici et Medici Greci Minoris, Berlin, 1841. The Byzantine stream of Greek medicine had dwindled to a very tiny rill when the fall of Constantinople, 1453, dispersed to the West many Greek scholars and many precious manuscripts. End of section 13.